This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranchers Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranchers too. Helen, with you on this episode of Eye on Education, we're celebrating Literacy Week. Yes, there is a bit of getting dressed up in costumes, but it's really about getting kids into reading, but also writing. We were chatting with a publisher who specialises in publishing children's books, by which I mean books written by children, and in conversation with Kareem Siddiqui, a young author in year five, whose Haunted Mansion book is out very soon indeed. Plus, hearing from two educators about what happens in the classroom to foster this love of putting pen to paper or fingertips to keyboards. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranchers Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranchers too. Over the next couple of hours we are indeed celebrating Literacy Week. We're going to be hearing about what happens in schools but right now meeting the publisher and after half past the author who are making it all happen in real life. We're joined now with the founder of the Young Author Academy, Anamika. Um, This is where young writers can become published authors and have their book available on the global Amazon store. So quite the feat. She's published over 200 young authors, including her own two children's books, and she's an author herself. Um, So lovely to have you with us. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me back, Helen. My pleasure. Now, for anyone that didn't tune in to us last time, and it has been a while, I know you've been very busy in the interim, would you mind explaining, I guess, the origin story, where that germ of the idea came from to publish children's books? Um, And by by that, I don't mean necessarily books for children, but books by children. By children, yes, yes. Well, it it all started, it was quite an accidental business, actually. My uh, own, it started really with my my eldest child, who is now 14. But a few years ago, I I noticed that she had a crazy imagination, didn't intensely love to write, I must say, but she did need a little bit of help. So um, when it came to writing and getting her ideas down on paper and uh, just really enhancing enhancing her writing to, to match her imagination. So long story short, she uh, I, I sat with her frequently to turn her wonderful ideas into stories, very short stories to start with. And then, of course, I suddenly realised that a lot of her friends loved to write also and wanted to... And then we published her stories uh, in compilation books and, and little stories. So a lot of her friends wanted to do the same. And I thought, hang on a minute, I think I need to actually turn this into something a little bit serious. So then that's when Young Author Academy was founded. We had, um, yeah, lots of children then asking to come to workshops and uh, learn how to enhance their writing, but then, of course, publish their own books as well. And what kind of impact do you think it has on a child to see something that they've worked on, you know, handwritten or laboriously typed, to have something tangible in their hands? And as I said, on the Amazon website too, what kind of reactions have you had from your young authors? Yeah, it's incredible. The uh, They are so... Really, they feel accomplished to start with, really. They feel accomplished that they have actually completed something. Um, mm. So many uh, so many children write stories, but then, of course, never finish them. I mean, I think a lot of us are like that. Um, yes. And then, <laughs> you talk, uh, you're talking to someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we just put it in the drawer, don't we? We either, we either close down the laptop lid and we think, when well, I just don't, I, I can't finish that yet. And, and many stories later, that's such a common story for so many adults and children, of course. But then, as you said, to then have them 
see their book up on the Amazon uh, webpage and to and to see that their name is actually officially, you know, they're officially a, a published author now. It's pretty incredible. Just, just their confidence is, uh, it just skyrockets. I can see it in their eyes. Well, we are going to be speaking to a young author after half past. We are keeping Annamika with us today from the Young Author Academy. Up next, we're talking about how to give feedback to kids when they've worked so hard on a book. Are these kids making any money? And what kind of trends is she noticing? That's next. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranches Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranches too. We're in conversation now with the founder of the Young Author Academy. Annamika has published numerous young authors from right here in the UAE and beyond. Um, and even getting their books on Amazon. I wanted to ask you um, about the youngest author you've ever published and how on earth do you give feedback to little ones who've worked really hard on their books? Great question. Well, you know, I have this pact with my son and when he was five, he published his first book. Um, Very, very simple book, but he made me promise never to publish anyone younger than that so I have to keep my word with him. he needs to hold <laughs> to the record I love that <laughs> so I'm, I'm held to that so five years old is the youngest but uh but I have actually met many it's it's I've, I've published many seven-year-olds actually and surprising it is literally their own words that's a philosophy that we keep we like to keep the 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 stories within their own uh, level of vocabulary and 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 of course their own style that's extremely um, important to us um so yeah but we have published uh, quite a few seven-year-olds uh, to keep their to keep them interested and motivated my another philosophy i have is tell me a story don't worry that this is and it is hard work a lot of them definitely think it's a lot of hard work and it is it really is i think you know that now <laughs> Um, mm-hmm, but, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And the editing is, is sometimes an awful process for these young ones to go through. They'll tell you. <laughs> um, but I always ask them, please just tell me a story. And this is for your reader. You know, tell them a story. Give them a lot of details. Be really excited. Tell me as if you're telling me verbally about this story. And then, of course, you then go through the process of uh, teaching them how to enhance their stories and getting those ideas down on into paragraphs. Yeah, lovely idea. Um, Nabila saying, "Do the children make any money?" It's a really good question. They're on Amazon. Have you seen any seen any profits over the years? Yeah, yes, yeah, so, and some of them really, really do. So the, we're we're thankfully able to be able to uh, globally market their books. So not only do they have access to the, the local market they're from, we do publish uh, authors from all over the world, uh, but because we're based here, the, the majority of our authors are actually from here, but they still have family back home, where, wherever home is. And so we find such a mix of uh, them selling their books in the US, the UK, Australia, Singapore, uh, Pakistan, Africa even, and uh, and India a lot as well. So they are, they are making money, yeah. Love it. I've had the people asking how to get in touch. So with your permission, if people send me the word book, um, can I please send them the website? And it's not just about publishing, there's also you know, programs on there to really bring on and encourage their writing, whether that is part of an ongoing you know, workshop or indeed one-on-ones. So is that okay if people send me the word book, I can send Absolutely. the link over? Amazing. Thank you so, Thank you. so We're much. Actually starting, 
yeah, we're actually starting a book club, which is going to help those who may not be ready for publishing to mm -hmm. still kind of keep in touch and get those hints that we'll, we'll certainly send them as well. Thank you, Helen. Fab idea. Thank you so much. And we are going to speak to a young author after half past today. Uh, that was Anamika from the Young Author Academy. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranchers Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranchers too. We're just hearing earlier from um, the founder of the Young Author Academy, publishing books by children, not just for children, but by children. And we love introducing you to inspirational young people. And who better than a young author? Kareem Stiki is a year five pupil at the Royal Grammar School, Guildford, Dubai. And his book is out, Mansion of Mysteries. So if you love adventure, mystery, the supernatural, maybe you're a fan of a detective novel, this is the one for you. Kareem, so nice to have you with us. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm really well. I'm excited to talk to you because I love reading and that started when I was probably about your age in year five. So what's made you want to go from reading books to writing books? Why did you want to write about a mystery mansion? I have loved uh, reading books since I was five years old. Mystery books have always intrigued me because of their suspense and not knowing what will come next. So I was inspired to write one myself. I decided to base it about a mansion because there's so much to explore inside them since they are so big. They have secret rooms and passageways and mysterious characters in them. You have got a few mysterious characters in there. You've got Kareem good name and some friends in there as well and um, what was your favorite part about writing the mansion of mysteries which bit did you really enjoy my favorite part of writing the mansion of mysteries was using my imagination to write the story and see it um evolve as i wrote each chapter i enjoyed writing the details in the last chapter especially because the story became more complex and suspenseful. It was very exciting for me to also start a book from scratch and finish it. I enjoyed researching about the 1930s because that's the time period that my book was set in. Wow, I love that idea of researching and putting what you learned into a fiction book. Um, what about the hard bits? We, we know so many people start books and, and don't finish them. Did you have any, any challenges, Kareem, when it came to writing your novel? Yes, I did. I really was passionate about writing my book. So the main challenge was for me was not balancing my schoolwork and writing, but I always would come home and look forward to continuing my story. The challenge sometimes was some was thinking of the next idea to happen in the story and making sure that it all flowed throughout the book. My younger brothers were also very excited about this book, so we would share ideas and discuss together. For example, me and my brother together made up the idea of the creepy butler for the story. Ooh, a creepy butler. Right, we're going to keep Kareem with us. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranchers Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranchers too. 
Joining us live on the line is Kareem Sadiqi, year five pupil at Royal Grammar School, Guildford. He's written a book called Mansion of Mysteries. If you like adventures, the supernatural, young detectives and that classic haunted house genre, this could be the one for you or indeed the mystery lover in your life. Kareem, we've had some lovely messages for you coming through on 4001. Uh, Sanjay saying, uh, awesome, Kareem, keep up your passion. At this early stage, um, this sounds like a brilliant book. Well done, Kareem. Um, so I wanted to ask you, where can you get your book, Kareem, if people want to find out more and learn more about your characters? And as you said, 1930s Haunted Mansion, where can, where can people find it? Uh, you can buy my book on Amazon. It will be able to uh, buy on Amazon and do Bizzle very soon. So cool. That is so cool. And what about advice for um, other, maybe other kids listening in the car now or their parents who've, you know, who've got kids who love writing? How would you encourage other people who want to write their own stories? My advice is to people who want to write their own stories is that they should write about what they like and enjoy which in my case was mystery because then it will be very easy for them to think of stories and ideas. I guess my last question to you, Karim, is are you working on another one? Is this part of a series or are you going to explore a different genre next? Yes, I will write more stories. My next one is going to be another mystery book about an international jewel thief. Love the sound of that. How long does it take you to write your books? How long did um, did the last one take? Around six to seven months. Wow, such an accomplishment, honestly. And do you think this is going to be something you're going to keep doing for fun, or would you love to be an author when when you've when you're grown up? Uh, I like to be an author when I grow up. Well, I have to say, you're already an author. So huge congratulations! Really excited that. I may be speaking to someone, interviewing them before anybody else has, before they get on the bestseller list. So I'm going to put this on my CV when you're, uh, when you're on that bestseller list internationally. And listen, please keep us posted when you can get the book on, as you said, online. Please let me know so we can tell the listeners. Um, Mansion of Mysteries out very soon. Year five pupil, Kareem Siddiqui, an absolute inspiration and um, huge congratulations. I think you're a really, really impressive young man and inspiring a lot of people today to finish the book they might have started, to explore their imaginations, whether you are 10 years old or 60 years old. Kareem, thank you so much for your time and uh, your parents should be very, very proud indeed. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranches Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranches too. Helen with you through until five and in conversation now I always want to call teachers when we have them on the show Mr or Miss. It's Stephen Quinn. Mr. Quinn, to his students, he's the head of primary at Horizon International. How are you, Stephen? I'm very well, Helen. Stephen's fine, thank you. No need for the mister. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just years of conditioning. Um, I love this topic. It is Literacy Week, so we're talking about fostering a love of creative writing. And I, I've always, always written, whether that was privately in diaries, you know, became... It works in book publishing and magazine publishing and now, you know, Instagram and, and freelance work. And whether it's published or private, I just think it's so valuable to be able to work out your thoughts, to express yourself, whether that is ever read by anyone. And now I wanted to ask about you. Are you a writer yourself, Stephen? 
I never used to be actually, um, and and that sound, might sound a bit strange as as a head teacher, but I, it wasn't something that came naturally to me when I was when I was younger. I was more maths and and science and those sort of subjects. But what I did do was I read a lot, um, and that reading I think gives you a really firm basis for writing. Um, but what really got me into writing was when a teacher, I think it was around year four or five, just said to us as a class, just write about anything. Because up to then, the writing had been quite prescriptive and teachers had told us what we had to write about. So it was the first time anyone had ever said to me, write about whatever you wanted. And I ended up regurgitating a story that I'd recently read, but tweaked a few things. Mm -hmm. But it really, it really made me think, actually, the possibilities are endless with writing. And, and as I've grown up and as I've got older and I've I've become more academically minded. That's where my writing passion has kind of stemmed from um, mm. as, as I've got older and hopefully a little bit wiser. I, I wanted to ask you about, I, I don't want to say motivating young learners as such, but maybe fostering, encouraging um, a love of creative writing. And I think, I think it's such a powerful conduit for expressing your ideas freely, but there can be this inhibition of well, vulnerability a little bit. How do you counter that in the classroom? Yeah, and, and, and I think every teacher would say they encounter this. You know, it's the reality of education that you will have some children who are just like ducks to water with writing. They will write, 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 write all day long. But of course, there will be a, a proportion of children who, as we perhaps would call them, reluctant writers or, 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 or timid writers. Schools come up with new ways, innovative ways to, to try and engage them. And one of the things which is quite common across schools, both in Dubai and internationally, is actually using reading as a hook. Because I think writing and reading naturally go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. So at Horizon International School, what we, what we do is tend to centre topics in, write, in, in writing around texts. So, for example, in year three, they've been doing a topic all about scrum diddly umptious. So they use <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as their core text. And what that allows the children to do is be immersed in a certain type of language, a, a certain type of prose. And then their creative writing can come off the back of that. And even if it's nonfiction that you're focusing on within a school, um, you could tailor it exactly in the same way through through a text. Our year twos use actually George's Marvelous, Marvelous Medicine, another Roald Dahl text, to think about, well, if they create their own um, potions and, and things like that, how would how would their instructional writing go? But the George's Marvelous Medicine is, the, is their kind of central kind yeah, of that, bed. Their jumping off point. Yeah, um, absolutely. I wanted to ask you, and I guess it's the kind of the elephant in the room right now, about the digital world, you know, the idea of screen competing with the page. You know, how do you incorporate, the, you know, this inevitable part of, of learning um, to enhance writing skills amongst, amongst, amongst that primary age in particular, Stephen? Yeah, and, and, and digital literacy has its place. It absolutely does. Um, but like all schools, we're trying to find that balance. And I think the key word is, is absolutely balance. There are some fabulous apps out there that allow children to order their ideas, you know, almost do it in comic strip form um, that allows them to get their ideas down and then create more of a flow to what they want to put put down on, on paper mm -hmm. and also digi digital literacy has become incredibly useful for children who who maybe have a barrier to their learning because what the digital um, tools allow you to do is maybe record what the child wants to say first 
then they can listen to what they've recorded and then they can go through the process of writing that down. So it's almost ordering their thoughts, ordering their story verbally mm -hmm. and then being able to write it down, which is the natural course of things. First you talk it, then you write it. Interestingly, my daughter's in year four and um, I was looking through, you know, when you go in for parent teacher night and you get to see what they've actually been doing. You're like, oh, gosh, you, you, you come home and say you don't know what you've been doing. But actually, it's, it's a lot. And they'd been doing scripts for YouTube videos. And it was yeah. so interesting to think about, you know, back in my day, it was, you know, writing a poem or writing an article, a report or, you know, getting into short stories. But just thinking about how children consume media, you know, the language they're, they're exposed to right now. And it was this little kind of back and forth, like a two person script and even things like, you know, hit the subscribe button. Um, and it was talking about a topic they were obviously exploring in school. It was around sustainability and educating people through a video. And I thought, gosh, that's a really smart way of actually capturing their imagination and thinking about how language can be used in different ways for different for different purposes though you know there's calls to action and inspiring so really fascinating to, to talk to Stephen we're going to have got loads of questions for you I want to know about some of those common challenges I've always had a message from Lisa on the text line um, saying I'm wondering if kids are encouraged you to use speech recognition to get their ideas out on paper so you're wondering about that idea versus writing versus saying so Lisa's keen to get your take on that, um, spurring creativity in that sense. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranchers Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranchers too. Joining us on the line now is the head of primary at Horizon International School, Stephen Quinn. We're talking about... Well, it's getting over some of the stumbling blocks that some children might have when it comes to writing. Um, and I wanted to ask you about that. In, in terms of that reluctance, what is your approach to helping young writers get over that writer's block? But, that, but engagement alone won't necessarily fix the, the issues that might be there. And it depends what the issues might be. But we must remember always that the process of learning for children, a language starts with the listening, then the reading, then the talking and the writing. So when it comes to the writing part, there's lots of things that we can do within a classroom, such as providing children with writing frames or sentence starters that because when a child is faced with a blank piece of paper, it can be quite daunting. So if you start it off for them, that sometimes really helps them give them confidence to, to hit the ground running. We often provide word mats, you know, those key bits of vocabulary that they might want to put in, the, in their story. And also a huge part of writing is shared writing or modeled writing where the teacher might go through how they would construct sentences or construct a piece of prose. And then the children can go away and have a practice on their own. But there has to be an element of engagement for the children. But one thing that really works well for children who really need a starting point is to look at picture books at any age, whether that be FS, year six, whatever. Picture books allow conversations about writing and, and what might follow. So children can create their own stories from a picture book. So the author might mean one thing, but a child might interpret a story a completely other way because they're not guided by by the author themselves. And and there's, there's things like Anthony Brown series, which which allow children to say, OK, I think that picture is telling the story. I'm going to put that down on paper. So there are mechanical things that we can do, but there has to be an element of engaging the children. We had a really interesting question from uh, Lisa on 4001 for you saying just we were talking earlier to Kareem, who's near five. He's written a book. I mean, talk about life goals by the age of 10. Uh, she said, hi, Helen. Listening to the young author respond to your questions made me wonder whether the kids these days are encouraged to use speech recognition to get their ideas out on paper. Of course, it's important to write, you know, typing, handwriting, whatever. 
But I remember that when I was younger, I'd become frustrated because my hand couldn't keep up with my thoughts. Do you know what teachers think about that these days um, or when they're trying to spur our creativity on? Thank you. That's such a good question for 2024. Mm. What say you, Mr. Quinn? Probably a bit ahead of my time. I think I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of putting pen or pencil to paper. I think voice recognition plays a part. And actually, it's hugely important for our children who have English as an additional language in our school. It allows them to get their thoughts out, turn them into to, to English and then be able to create sentences that way. In terms of voice recognition leading the way, it's not something that I am particularly experienced at. And I would always advocate pen and pencil on paper. I had a, another message here um, saying, really recommend um, the book Journey by Aaron Becker. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this. We, we actually bought this from, from Bookworm a few months ago and it's, um, there's no words in it. So it can use, as you said, from FS1 all the way you know, through to primary and you explore these beautiful illustrations and it's exactly that, using your imagination. What do you think is happening here? How did he get to there? So if anyone is looking for kind of jumping off points, as you kind of so beautifully put it there, Mr. Quinn, um, Journey um, by Aaron Becker. Um, so thank you. Um, thank you so, so much, uh, Dahlia, for getting in touch with that recommendation. Um, Stephen Quinn, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, really appreciate it. And I, I've got loads of questions. Luckily, we're going to be joining um, as we continue this conversation after half past we're going to be having a chat with Kerry Brown from Horizon English School in the meantime though all the very best to you and everyone at Horizon International Mr Quinn and no doubt we'll talk very very soon indeed This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer With Ranchers Primary School a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranchers too. It is Literacy Week from book sales to dressing up um, and of course writing to celebrating the written word now with Kerry Brown, the head of English at Horizon English School. How are you Kerry? I'm really good Helen. and I'm excited to be on with you this afternoon. Yay, it's good to have you with us and I think it's such a lovely topic because writing is just such a powerful, powerful thing whether as I said earlier to Stephen Quinn it's for your own you know, private catharsis or it's something that you put out into the world to connect with other people. It's just an incredible thing to have as a in the toolbox, really, whether you are at school age or, you know, adult like us. Um, and I wondered if you wouldn't mind expanding on that from the academic point of view. You know, what ways do you think writing creatively in particular can really benefit students academically and personally, I guess I'm asking? Yeah, I suppose, Helen, it's got a multitude of benefits. And when we look at the sort of academic side of things, um, writing really asks children to think critically and it develops their communication skills, it improves their vocabulary and their syntax. And really what it comes down to is it's, it's a life skill and teaching children how to write for a range of purposes is preparing them for the future. And I think if you were to think about the last three people that you wrote to, it was probably all for a different purpose and a different audience. And if you think about the message that you sent to a friend or that email that you sent to a boss or a request to a landlord, each of those took maybe like a different tone and re required a specific set of vocabulary and techniques to be written effectively. So by engaging children in writing and in a range of different writing, we're really preparing them for secondary in that life beyond. Um, and in addition to that, personally, from a well-being perspective, I think 
when we celebrate children's successes in writing, no matter how big or how small, um, even the success of like completing a, a written piece in itself, children get a real sense of achievement, which boosts their own self-confidence and self-belief, which then takes them on into adult life as well. Absolutely. Um, I think it's interesting as well to think about where our, our influences come from, you know, in terms of the books that you read can often inform your your voice as a writer you know subconsciously or consciously how do you encourage young writers to find their own voice because it's completely natural and understandable to want to emulate their heroes we've got lots of kids who want to be the next david williams Oh, a hundred percent, and and it's so important to have those role models. Particularly, the literature festival allows us to get involved with different authors and have them visit the school, and that um, engagement with them really pushes the children on to become writers themselves. In terms of finding that own voice, you know, is it something you have to kind of pull up and go, "You're sounding a bit too David here." <laughs> you know, well, how, how else could how, how else could we say this? <laughs> Yeah, I think what we call that as teachers is um, it's developing children's flair in writing and it can be quite a tricky technique to develop and, and flair is almost like when you develop that almost like your own fingerprint in writing and it comes from your vocabulary choices, your humour, the wit and sarcasm that you might even put into your writing and all of that comes together and it makes the children's writing truly theirs. And we do sort of teach those skills and make children aware of the techniques. But as educators, and you touched on it there yourself, we know that one of the biggest indicators to academic success is how much a child reads. And truly natural writers are very often avid readers who read a range of genres and they're exposed to a variety of authors. And, and when children read and expose themselves to that wide range of vocabulary and the variety of different writing styles, that's when they can hone and tailor their own skills themselves. What about some exercises um, that you've, you know, you've done through, I mean, obviously you're, you're head of English there at Horizon English, um, and so that's going to you know, go all the way through the school, but are there any exercises or practices that you think can be really effective, and you know, whether it's the teachers or the students get really excited about in school to start flexing some of those creative writing skills? Yeah, I mean, I think like what it comes down to is cultivating that love of writing is done in a multitude of ways. And, and you know, we know that a love of writing can really only emerge when children have real ownership of the process. And so what we do at Horizon is we ensure that children all are very much aware of the purpose of their writing. And then what we then do is ensure that they've got real authentic audiences to share those finished outcomes with each unit. And what we do is we link that clear purpose and the audience with engaging topics which are current and relevant to really hook them in and have that buy-in into their writing. And I think like one example of that is last year is when Dubai hosted COP28. It was a really exciting time in the city and we really wanted our children to be part of that whilst learning about climate change and being a responsible citizen. So we created this really fantastic unit of work whereby the children had to do a lot of research on their own to create a speech to deliver to our head, Mr Hart, and then to Mr Cole. And we were also really fortunate to have some COP28 delegates 
visit the school wow. and the purpose of the children's writing it was, it was really good fun and I think um, the purpose of that was to write a speech which persuaded the adults to take action against climate change and really make like save their future and I think knowing that they were delivering to such a sort of esteemed panel hooked the children mm-hmm. in and it made them so much more passionate about what they were writing and the excitement was truly truly palpable I love that writing with a writing with a purpose. Um, we're going to come yeah. back to you, Kerry Brown, in just a few minutes. Head of English at Horizon English School. Had a message going. Um, do you encourage children keep a journal? Um, so, I mean, my goodness, the diary's knocking around <laughs> in our house from me, age twelve. I really hope there are some benefits. We've also had a message here um, saying, with increased use of digital products, how important is the act of writing? Uh, Rajiv wants to know on 4001. We're going to come to that. This is Eye on Education on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. With Ranches Primary School, a nurturing community school and nursery committed to holistic education in the heart of Arabian Ranches too. Kerry Brown is with us today. She's the head of English at Horizon English School. And we're talking about fostering this love of creative writing and how it can benefit, yes, academically, but also personally. We had a really interesting message um, on the text line, um, Kerry, saying, do you recommend that children keep a journal or a diary? I mean, what's that Oscar Wilde quote? You keep a diary and one day it'll keep you. Um, I have got the most embarrassing teenage diaries and they're still somewhere in our house in Dubai. (laughs) somewhere um how yeah. how do you and chloe's look chloe <laughs> chloe do not get any ideas next time in my house you're not going through my bookcases um do you think it can be a, a useful practice for children there's some really great ones now that have cues as such rather than just lined paper Absolutely. I think, uh, same as you, Helen, I definitely have got a few diaries uh, hanging around the house somewhere. Um, But I think what's really important to remember is writing is a really expressive form of communication and it can be used for those sort of therapeutic purposes. And journaling or keeping a diary really allows children to have an outlet for their emotions and it encourages self-reflection and it really further supports their mental well-being. So absolutely, I would recommend it. And I guess my last question is, what's popular right now? You know, we're thinking about, you know, if children at Horizon English were going to write about any topic, are you noticing any kind of themes and trends? Uh, you know, is there anything that's really capturing their imagination? We heard from Kareem early, who's writing a murder mystery. What's got the kids excited right now, do you think? Um, I think there's a whole range of types of genres going on throughout the school. Um, What I would say is I know in one of our year six classes exactly like that, the class teacher is very much um, interested in murder mysteries and so she's been sharing her experiences of these sort of mystery novels with the children so it's really hooked them in as well Um, so that's really exciting and, and, and something that's going on in the school. And one last message uh, from David saying, my kids are really into Wordle. Highly recommend it for a bit of word fun for the whole family. David, so are mine. And then we discovered a show that's on UK TV called Lingo, which is basically a massive ripoff of Wordle. So trying to find those, well, they do four and five letter words, um, word games. I mean, my, my morning's not complete until I've done my Wordle. So I am with you on that. Kerry Brown, thank you so much for your time today. Absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Keep up the good work and uh, maybe we'll see a few of a few of your young writers on some bestseller lists in the, in the, in the year to come. And if we don't, 
then my goodness, we know just how writing is so, so crucial for our personal well-being. Thank you, Carrie Brown. Really, really appreciate that. That was Eye on Education. I'm Helen Farmer and you can catch us live on Dubai Eye 103.8 every single Thursday afternoon.